Hi there, you're listening to the Spirit Room Podcast with me, psychic medium and mentor, Melissa White. This show is for developing mediums, budding intuitives, and those who just find themselves curious about spirit and the afterlife. I'll share my experiences with you working with spirit as a professional medium for over a decade. I'll also interview people that I find brilliant and fascinating and provide you with some insight into how you can live this life to the fullest, knowing that there is so much more available to us than what meets the human eye. So I invite you to sit back, relax, enjoy, and let's just see what spirit has in store for us today. everyone and welcome back to the spirit room podcast with melissa white i'm your host i am delighted to be back i've missed recording i did need to take a little break i felt like after producing episodes for a couple years now i got to a point where i just felt like i didn't know what else i wanted to really share or where what direction i really wanted to go but i'm back and i've got lots of good ideas and I want to share them with you. So you can't keep me away too long. The urge to share and speak uh, is too great. So I hope that you're well wherever you are. I hope that you enjoyed your holiday season. I always say this, it does go by so fast. And um, I find that lull between, you know, New Year's and in January, it can be tough. It can be tough for people. I certainly did have a little bout of just depression and feeling really heavy and weighed down. And it's hard when you feel like you can't shake it, but I feel revitalized. I feel back to myself again, which is great. And I'm happy to be here. So wanted to chat with you today a little bit about this idea of balance. And I think the more work that I do, the longer that I experience life and just live life, I recognize that balance for me, at least, seems to be the point and the purpose of so many different, so many things, so much of my life. And I used to think, I don't know, I used to feel guilty for being human, especially when I started realizing I was on a spiritual path. Now, if you ask me, I think we're all on a spiritual path and just some of us know it and some of us don't necessarily know it quite yet. But I used to feel guilty for being human, like guilty for, you know, saying the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing, making a mistake, struggling with my weight, struggling with my health, struggling with, you know, overscheduling myself or double booking myself, like all that kind of stuff. And the message that I've received from Spirit so many times about this has been that you don't have to choose between being holy and human. Like you get to be both of those things. You get to be spiritual and you get to also be a human living in the physical world too at the same time. So there's you don't have to choose one or the other. And I always try to rem- remind myself of that. I think, you know, going forward, taking the shame out of being human is really important. I, I think it's, important that we give ourselves permission to struggle and have challenges and to grow. And there's been comments over the years that people have made to me, but there's one recently where someone was talking about kind of making a joke about 
well, you must not be a very good psychic if you've been divorced twice. Like, shouldn't you have seen that coming? And um, I just, I wanted to talk about it because I think it is, even though I think it was, like said, in jest, it still is important to recognize, no matter how skilled someone is as a psychic or as a medium, we still, in my opinion, are here to live a physical human life, and that includes physical human world challenges. And so although I'm sure there are times when my intuition has helped me to avoid certain certain things, certain unpleasant things, I don't think that's the point of utilizing my intuition. I think it's important to experience certain things in life, even if they're hard. And I certainly don't regret my marriages. And I certainly don't feel as though they're failures. I used to, when I was younger, I had a lot of shame about not being able to make my marriage work. I felt a lot of shame about it. But I've come to realize that there is a purpose for both of those relationships. And that purpose, a lot of it, is the fact that my two children came from those relationships. And I would not change that for the world. And you can't convince me that those relationships would have ever been a mistake. If anything, I feel like my intuition guided me to the right people so that I could have the children that I'm meant to have. And although ending, those endings of those relationships were terribly sad, extremely stressful, extremely complicated, I still would, would never regret having been in those relationships. So I do think it's important to recognize that, you know, mediums and psychics, we're here to live life along with you too. I think that's an important distinction. Now, if you do hear some beeping in the background of this podcast, it's because I'm finally wearing a fitness tracker. I have not. I've resisted this for years. I'm finally doing it. I want to track some things. I want to look at what my heart rate's doing. I also want to be tracking steps and stuff. And also, because I'm training to do some running, I want to be able to keep track. Now, do I know how to turn the volume on the notifications down? No. It is a goal of mine. It's on my to-do list to find out how. But I'm sorry for the beeping if you hear some in the background with the notifications. I just wanted to get this podcast recorded because you've been on my mind and I've been away for long enough. So I hope that you'll forgive me for that, for the beeps. The other thing, you know, I think that's important to recognize too is that whole idea I think that lots of times as humans we expect that easy means good like if something's meant to be that means it should be easy and I actually really would ask you to reconsider that because yes there are times when things fall into place and it's all beautiful synchronicity and those things are you can say meant to be and it makes sense but there are other times that it's a real struggle it's a real challenge. You have to persevere and you have to be determined. And actually, those things are also good and worthwhile and meant to be. So I would ask you to just keep that in mind. A question popped up recently in a class I was teaching. And someone asked, you know, if we're experiencing, like, they were experiencing a bit of doubt when it comes to the whole spirituality thing. And they said, you know, if we're here to connect with 
spirit or connect with our own soul that uh, they didn't understand why it would be so hard. Like, why is it so difficult if that's what we're meant to do? And, you know, I, I've thought about it. I mean, I gave her my impression and an answer in that moment. And I'll, I'll share it with you guys because I do think that was a, a good question and nobody's ever really asked me that before. I think it's not supposed to necessarily be easy. I would also say it's not supposed to necessarily be so difficult. I think as humans, we may the connection a bit more difficult than it needs to be. We get in the way of that connection. So that's part of it. But I also think that there's so much to be gained. There's so much to learn through a bit of trial and error. There's so much to be learned through a process of persevering. And if it was perfectly simple and easy to connect with spirit, then why wouldn't we all just stay in spirit? I don't know why we would even come and bother with a physical human experience. You know, it's we come here to remember who we truly are. We also come here to understand a bit of, of course, the, that we're all one, but I think also the individuality as well, to express what's within our soul in a different way that just isn't quite possible. It's not the same circumstances. It's also not the same lessons in the physical world than we would experience in spirit. So it is brave to come and be born into this physical world and to live a human life. And it's even braver to go deep into that experience and to look at the depth of one's soul, to be cognizant of the things that hold us back and to take responsibility and accountability for who we are and what we want to do and what we want to experience and what we want to heal in this life. And in so many ways, I think mediumship development in itself is so healing and it teaches us so much about life. And so I think the reason why it can be complicated and even though we're, we're meant to experience spirit and connect with spirit, the reason it can be a little bit more daunting is so that we can experience some of those lessons and then hopefully apply them to our lives. So what I mean by that, like an example is with a mediumship connection, it takes three, it's like a three-way process. Like it takes my energy, it takes the sitter's energy, and it takes spirit's energy. And if I walk into it as the medium, and think that I'm in control, and I can force it to happen, and it's all about me, it's not going to work. Just like in life, if you come into it in your ego, and think that it's just about you, and you can force anything to work for you, or anything to happen, you're less likely to experience that. You'll find that when you can surrender the need to control, and you just do your part. You show up and you're yourself authentically. You give your best shot. You'll find that that's when that's the best thing you can do. That's all that you can do. Nobody, none of us can kind of come into this world and control anyone else's thinking, anyone else's energy. All we can control is our own intention and our own actions, our own words, our own energy. So that's a real strong similarity that I find. Same thing with like in life, if you 
doubt yourself or if you hide who you are truly, you're going to have a hard time to have other people to trust you. But if you show up and you are genuine and sincere and you just let yourself go with go with it, roll with it. Like if you allow yourself the freedom to express who you are, be who you are, and you're not hung up on anyone else's ideas about you or opinions about you, you've got freedom. And in mediumship, you pretty much have to do that. You can't be too concerned or trying to figure out what the person that you're reading for, what they're thinking about you or what they, you know, what their opinion is about what you're saying. You have to be in the moment. You have to go with what you're receiving. Another way that you can look at it in mediumship, we never know what we're going to say. There's no rehearsal. It's not like a memorized script, just like in life. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we've got some, you know, some insight and some glimpses into the potential for the future, but moment to moment, it's not something that we can necessarily rehearse for or practice a script. And if we, as long as we stick to that script, then everything is guaranteed and a-okay. It's not the way that it works. So with mediumship, learning to be okay with that, learning to trust yourself, to trust spirit, to guide your words and to guide, you know, what comes next. That's a really, really important skill. I think being able to communicate confidently, even without something prepared, that is a skill that is a life skill, 100%. So, you know, there's lots of ways that mediumship development really does reflect life. <laughs> and I think also, you know, one thing that I'll, I'll say is that you recognize through medium mystic development that you're not everyone's cup of tea. And if you do it for long enough, you realize that that's a good thing. <laughs> you know, you can't possibly ever be for everyone. Just like in life, you can't also be for everyone. And you can basically really make yourself sick trying, trying to be. So that's why I think maybe it isn't as easy as we would like. But what I would want to offer, and I do want to have a follow-up conversation with the student because I do want to make sure that they understand the payoff, the experiences that we're able to have because of our endeavors, because we're courageous enough to try, those experiences bring about so much enrichment to our lives. And of course, that's just, that's my opinion and that's my experience. So I'm never going to tell anyone, you know, that they have to, I'm never going to try and force anyone to believe, you know, what I believe. But hopefully with enough experiences with evidence and enough experiences where you feel changed by the atmosphere around you, within you, you can only have that happen so many times and the synchronicities and the signs and you without realizing oh wow like there's something beyond what we are aware of what we can see and honestly yes through mediumship i feel like there's it's miraculous every single time but i think we've only scratched the surface i think there's so much available to us that we haven't even learned how to tap into yet so to me that's exciting and i wouldn't want to live my life any other way it is a weird life. Like I will, I will say that every day is very different for me. It's not like, um, 
it's not ever the same. I can never really know how things are going to go when it comes to working with so many different people, so many different personalities, physical people and people in spirit. But I will say that spirit always saves my butt. Like just when I feel frustrated, just when I feel like I'm running out of steam or I've had it, you know, I'm just having a very human moment of being annoyed with whatever, you know, life has thrown my way. They always manage to bring some kind of blessing, some kind of reminder to me that I'm not alone in it, that they're with me, that I'm loved, that I'm appreciated. And I just, I am so grateful for it. And I'm grateful for spirit for orchestrating that. And I'm also grateful for the people here in the physical life who, who bring that, who follow that through. You know, so I often find that's friends that I've made, the students that I teach, colleagues that I work with, that kind of thing. Sometimes it's strangers, oftentimes my children. I was having a particularly difficult time this last little while, just a bit of a heaviness, a bit of a depression that I felt like, you know, wasn't wasn't usual for me. It felt very debilitating, actually. And for someone who does pride myself in being productive, which I understand, like productivity doesn't equal my worth, but still I am a naturally kind of fast moving, busy person. And so not being able to be productive felt really, really hard. And really, I really was struggling with it. My daughter sent me a TikTok, which she sends me lots of TikToks and I'll send her ones too, but usually they're silly and they're funny or they're, you know, Hello Kitty stuff that she wants me to to order for her or (laughs) stuff like that. But she sent me this one last night and I, I, I looked at it and it said, do you think we're mother and daughter in every universe? And then there was like these few pictures of like a mom and a baby fox and then like a mom cloud and a baby cloud and the sun and the moon and like that kind of thing. And it was just so sweet. And it said, I hope so. And I just thought, oh, that's so, so sweet. It just lifted my spirits and really, really, I just needed it. So, you know, I think spirit oftentimes works through the people that we love to just inspire them to kind of do something like that, you know, and I'm grateful for it. And I think it's the thing that gets me through. I think without spirit's influence, I don't know. I don't know what my life would be like. It's certain, like I said, it's certainly weird, but it's also certainly magical. And I don't think I would want it any other way. In fact, I know I wouldn't want it any other way. So it's it's one of these things that I, I really have been thinking a lot about balance. Like for me, balance is important because I can be black and white, all or nothing when it comes to certain things. Certainly with work, it's always been go, go, go. It's like either I am working like a marathon schedule or I'm not, or I'm not working, you know, or either I'm going to teach like nine classes or nope then if I can't do that many then why would I even do it at all you know it's like that kind of mentality that I think I'm here in this life to really get over that I'm, I'm here to recognize that you don't have to do a million things for it to be good you can do a normal schedule and that can be great and amazing and there's value in doing that like it doesn't have to be all or nothing 
And I'm sure there's lots of neurodivergent people who would agree. You know, I'm sure you can resonate with that. So learning about that. I'm also learning that, you know, the last 10 years of my life have been really dedicated and devoted to the spiritual development and the mediumistic development. And that's wonderful. But I have neglected for a long time the physical body and the physical health and my well-being. And so over the last year and a half or so, I really tried to bring balance to that. And I've had a great amount of relief from that endeavor. Um, and I'm starting to feel like I can enjoy life in a different way now. I can enjoy my life with a sense of balance. And I'm starting to get why that's important. <laughs> so, the re I mean, this is probably very obvious to many of you listening. But if you're like me and you just need 100 reminders to do it, I'll be that person. I'll nudge you. And I mean, I'm grateful for my friend, Teresa, who really inspired me to be physically active and not only inspired me, but then supported me in it, showed up and, and helped me to do it and to not give up, even though it felt sometimes really difficult. And so I think, you know, I owe a lot of gratitude to having a friend like that, you know? So it's it's one of those things that I really do also thank spirit because I know that spirit orchestrated, you know, us to meet for lots of reasons. I'm sure there's a benefit for her in some way too. I hope anyway, but I certainly feel like, yeah, there's a reason for, for the timing of all of that too. So um, it is important. Yes. So it's not all about spirit. It's also important to be here and now and to take care of your physical body, move your physical body, spend time just enjoying life with friends and family and not feeling like you have to be sitting in meditation every day for five hours or whatever. You know, it does not have to be extreme. We can, we can kind of experience both of those things. Another comment or maybe misconception that people have, you know, is that that when I lose someone, you know, when someone I'm close to passes away, that I wouldn't really grieve as much because I can just connect with them all the time. And I would say that's really false. We still, mediums, we still have to grieve and we still do grieve. And the pain is, I would say, just as great. I think we're comforted by the fact that, yes, we know that they live on and we know that they're not gone and they're not lost and we can connect with them. But I'm also very aware that nothing replaces the physical person, you know, even though we can connect, nothing replaces that, that physical presence in our life. And so I think, you know, it would be maybe easy to kind of bypass, like spiritually bypass and just, you know, only say that, yes, it's beautiful and wonderful and we don't have to grieve, but the reality is that we really do. And it hurts too. It still hurts. So um, I think that's just important for people to know. The other thing that I think is kind of unique about living the life that I live, I can't even begin to calculate how many readings I've done. But if you take into account 10 and a half years of private one-on-one -on -one readings, tons of group readings, larger demonstrations. It's in the thousands for sure. And 
it does do something to you psychologically, I think. And I'm sure people who work in grief counseling could attest to this or people who work in emergency medicine or in a hospital or in a long-term care facility, if you work with elderly people, anyone, or like if you worked in a funeral home, anyone who deals with grief and death for their job. I mean, I'd be curious to hear from you, so do reach out. But you become so aware of the fragility of life. And, you know, it becomes very normal. And I think what's what I've noticed anyway is the sheer volume of spirit that I've connected with and people that I've met with who have experienced great loss. It it doesn't make me feel afraid to die because I do know and trust in the spirit world and, and all of that. But on a human level, it can bring about some anxiety because you start to recognize you'd be leaving who you'd be leaving behind, you know? And on another level, you start to almost anticipate losing people in your life because you know it's going to come eventually. And so the anticipatory grief, I feel that's been a hard one for me to deal with because I'm very acutely aware that people that I love could pass anytime. And I know we're all aware of that, but it's just a different, it's different. It's different when it's like such a strong part of your life and you experience, you know, when, when spirit comes through and they passed a certain way, I feel it oftentimes in my body, but I also feel it emotionally. And I feel the grief of the loved ones left behind and it's just very real. So I would say that's a good thing for me to talk to um, my counselor about. So just add that to the list. <laughs> but yeah, it is maybe something that is almost like secondary. I wouldn't, I don't know if I would call it secondary trauma. I'm not sure what the criteria is for that really. But that's kind of what comes to mind is that like, it is a unique profession in that way. And we probably don't recognize just how much we take on from other people and other people's grief and trauma. So just something, I guess, to, to think about. I just wanted to share that as it came to mind. But really the idea is that, um, going back to the question that a student was asking about why it's so difficult, I think eventually I kind of see for our world that we will likely be all communicating telepathically, mind to mind, psychically, but we're just not there yet as a society. So those of us that endeavor, I wanna say are really brave. It's really brave to go into this field and to do this work and to be, or to you know try to be ambassadors for spirit and to really be of service to the other humans here. And, you know, it's messy sometimes. It's not always easy. And there are a lot of complications. But at the end of the day, I think that connection and that mission, that to be on that spiritual mission, all of the pros tend to outweigh the difficulties and the challenges. So as always, I hope you find that helpful. 
I will be doing a demonstration of mediumship March 1st at Love of Avery Kind in Crescent Beach. And that will be a wonderful event. Tickets just went on sale today. It's already sold, I think, a quarter of the way through. So I'm looking forward to that evening. You can check out my website or my link tree for ticket information. Or you can always email melissawhitemedium at gmail.com. And we can get you that information. I'm still booking in-home group readings. So if you feel you'd like to check out what that experience is like, definitely see the website or send us an email and we can send you the link to book and we'll just go forward onward and upward i will be back with new episodes and if you have ideas for things you'd like me to chat about feel free to send us a message and um, we can definitely look into that so sending you lots of love take good care and we'll talk soon Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the show, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or feel free to leave a rating and a review. You can follow me on Instagram at Melissa White Medium or on Facebook, Psychic Medium Melissa White. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.